Hello, I'm Dr. Karen Debbie Cradle, PhD, and you're listening to season three of Why Are You Here? This season, I've ditched the couples and I'm chatting to individuals. Individuals like celebrities, influencers, and naturopaths about how they relax, how they look after themselves, how they do wellness, and how they look out for the number one most important person in their relationship, you. Well, I mean, them, but you, you, you understand what I'm saying. Anyway, and now it's time for part two of our interview with the beefcake with the body yachty, Chrissy Hemsworth. So there was that word magic again. Magic. It pops up a bit. Yes. And now I'm conscious that while I am therapizing you, you are also therapizing me with with your app. But uh, I thought we might bring the focus back to you for a minute, Chris. And, um, you know, I'd like to do a little exercise with you, if that's okay. Oh, Would that be all okay. right? Let's do it. Let's okay. do it. I'm, I'm all, any form of exercise, I'm ready to go. Oh, okay. Well, this one's for the brain. Does that count? Oh, yep. The third biggest muscle. I'm ready. Okay. All right. Oh, well, it is called word association and I just, I just thought I'd throw out some words there and you, you just tell me the first word that pops into your head. Absolutely. I'm ready okay. to go. All right. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Beach. Uh, wave. Sand. Uh, grainy. Wife. Obstacle. Hmm. Muscles. Friend. Ripped. Goals. Stacked. 20 feet. Bulging. Pants. Hmm. Interesting. Mark Ruffalo. Fake. Hmm. Okay. Well, that was uh, that was very interesting and very revealing. Uh, th- thank you, Chris Hemsworth. Uh, okay. uh, that was Ugh. it was. Um, I want to so unpack in, some I was of in this. Brain compression the whole time. My brain was in compression, so I what could does get that the most. Mean? Well, to get a pump, you need to be in compression. You need the muscle to be in compression. Okay. So I've, yeah, once we finished, once you said I finished the exercise, I could uh, I could release, release. my brain compression. Mm. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of like a core thing, like you clench your core muscles or something. <laughs> I don't that's know. That's right. If you do, I don't really have any core muscles because I'm a bird or a bear. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you can totally get, I mean, if you've gone canary, we haven't really fully solidified if you've gone canary or uh, toucan, but both have amazing core muscles. Underneath all that plumage, there's like an eight pack under there. Okay. Well, that'd be the first that anyone would have heard about Dr. Garen Debbie Cradle's abs. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, they're there. They're just ready to be discovered. They're just waiting, waiting to be discovered. All yeah. right. Okay. Mm. Brain, brain compression. That's something that maybe I can try with my other clients. Cause I didn't know that you could compress the brain, but um, yeah. Oh, can well, every, it takes, everyone can do it or. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just a matter of training. I mean, you can do anything you want. You just got to train for it. You know, mm. 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 they said okay. you couldn't, they said you couldn't run 
a mile and then someone trained in it and then they did it. So, you know, no one, everyone was telling me, Chris, oh, you're going to hurt yourself if you, if you make the brain squish and compress like a muscle. And then, you know, here I am. Do you have any kind of device that you use to do that? Or is it sort of an internal squeeze? Are you squeezing from your brain stem from, from the top of your spine or through your yeah. amygdala? How does it work? Yes. It, you're talking, you know, you're definitely a medical expert because you're talking <laughs> Thank exactly you. like how, how I had to work up for it, up to it. You know, it's, yes. it's, uh, I will say it wasn't easy, you know, like a lot of things. It's not easy. It's not always straightforward. So I started, yeah, basically doing back exercises, then worked into spine exercises, then went into spinal, uh, my spinal cord exercises, mm. and then worked my way up the spinal cord, got more and more detailed in which muscle and spinal cord area I was working until finally I reached the brain. And when I was in there, just had to uh, basically find ways of contorting my spine, spinal fluid, spinal cord, mm. uh, so that I could then compress the different parts of my brain that I wanted to work out. So, that is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it's Your great. body is so finely tuned, Chris. Correct. So finely tuned. And yet, yet when I said ripped and stacked, you said something like goals. But to me, it seems you've already met those goals. Can can we unpack that for a bit? Do you feel, do you have a little bit of a sense of um, um, uh, that you're a perfectionist, that uh, that perhaps you, you feel inadequate in some way for some unknown reason? Because from my eyes, you're... You're damn perfect, babes. Thank you. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, I'd love to say you're the first person to say that, but yeah. Um, it's, I mean, I, some people get, you know, worried if, if uh, you know, you're called a perfectionist or you even say yourself are a perfectionist. But uh, mm. the, the thing is, is that I think everyone wants to be the best version of themselves and mm. there's nothing better than perfect. So what I aim to be is perfect. And that just means I'm trying to be the best version of myself. No, it's not bad. That's not a bad thing to be the best version of yourself. So I would say I am a perfectionist because that's good. Uh, yeah. I mean, yes. But Chris, what happens when you fail? When you, for example, don't get into NIDA, but your older brother does, Luke? He went to uh, NIDA, yeah. you didn't. What, you know, what uh, What does that, how does that feel? And how do you deal with that? How does Chris Hemsworth cope with failure? It's, failure is a feeling, uh, Karen. And uh, hmm. it's, and what happened was I didn't get into NIDA, mm-hmm. but it was a learning experience. So from not getting in, what I realized was I got more out of not getting into NIDA than I could have from getting in. Because I'm going to tell you this, and this has only come from being able to flex my brain as hard as any man has ever been able to. Mm. And that is that uh, basically failing, pushing yourself until you fail is the only way you can grow. So if you keep just being mm. amazing first time around and like trying to get stuff and getting it, you're not, you're not getting anywhere. So every time I don't get something, 
It's actually me being better than if I got something. So at first I was, I was traumatized about the whole NIDA situation. Yes. But then I just realized, yes. hey, 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 getting into NIDA would have been worse than not getting in. So a lot of people say that it was a bad thing. But what, you know, when you actually follow the real logic, you know, using the Socratic method. The what method? The Socratic method. Socrates? This so- Socratic. Okay. Yeah. What does that mean? So Sorry? It's, I think it was, it was developed by Maradona. It was a soccer method where basically he scored a goal in a World Cup by using his hand to, uh, to win the World Cup. And you're not meant to use your hands in, no, you're in not. soccer. No, it's, like, they call it fo- it's called football for a reason. And, and yeah, so he, he coined this term so- soccer-attic, soccer-attic method where if you, if you win by failing or cheating, then that's the, that's the, best, that's the best way of or winning. Or cheating or cheating. You say, but cheating. if you got away with it, well, it's only see. I misspoke there. Okay. Cheating's when okay, you get caught. Chris. No, 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 no. Let's mm. just stay on this for a bit. I miss. I when, did, when did you it cheat, wasn't... Chris? When did you cheat? I, Come on, I it's a safe done... space. It's a safe space. Okay, you can okay. open up All to right. Dr. Katz. All right. Fair enough. Look, hmm. there was a time mm-hmm. where I had only just got my horse bits, mm. and I had a hankering for a cube-shaped bit of food and mm-hmm. I did not know that someone st- had actually brought in I think it was a plumber or something they'd brought in some cubes of sugar into the house mm-hmm. for their cups of tea mm-hmm. and I thought it was a cube of salt because I haven't had sugar in my house for the last 11 years mm-hmm. and I ate that and the next day we started filming Endgame it's an Avengers movie. Oh, I'm familiar. End. Yes. And the <laughs> Mark script Ruffalo. was the, look. I he's a nice guy, all right? So that's that's fine. That's fine. He's a nice guy and that's mm. good. Yes, some he's... people some people think he's strong, like he's the real Hulk, but he's not. That's that's CGI. Did oh. you know that? <laughs> when you watch the movies? Um, he doesn't go to the gym and become that guy, and then oh. and then go through like uh, a process of losing all of his water weight. To then well, get what back I thought the they did. Can I tell you what I thought they did from my knowledge of the industry? Because you know, don't. I do I do have knowledge of the industry because I, I'm actor adjacent. So uh, from my work with people like Hugh and you, you know Hugh and Deb and and mm, Nickers, Nikki Kidman. Mm. Uh, oh, Nikki. What I thought he did was train up. They shot all those films, that all, all those scenes and sequences with the Hulk body, okay, train up, then crash diet, lose it all, then they shoot all those scenes, or, or in the reverse. So but I'm guessing it would be more economical film-wise and business-wise, you know, the biz, if mm. he were to bulk up very fast before the filming and then to lose it during the filming. So the Hulk scenes are shot first, the skinny, right. weedy, nerdy scenes shot second. That's, I mean, that's what I assumed happened. And you're telling me I'm wrong. I've, Karen, I don't believe anyone's wrong. Um, but what I'm going to say, look, I can't prove, I can't confirm nor deny what you're saying because we've never had a scene together only because 
some people thought that you know he was he was the stronger one between Thor and Hulk, but mm. the, the and you know in real life, and that's oh. that's not on. I'd I'd in prefer to just just say it as it is, which is he's a CGI bulk and ripped person, mm. and that's that's fine. Okay. Just you can say that. Um, so that's fine. But nothing on Thor is CGI. Is that what nothing. you're saying? Nothing. Okay. And that's why in in the end game, after I ate that cube of sugar, I uh, they had to rewrite the whole script because I'd spent 18 months getting into the best physique that Thor had ever been in. And I had one cube of sugar and all of a sudden I became this fatty. And then they had, so they had to rewrite the whole script to be this fat Thor character. And that's... Uh, we don't body shame on this, thank this you. podcast, Chris. So, thank you. You know, whatever size you are at, this. Dr. Kaz accepts you. That's really nice to hear. Thank mm. you. Because, uh, yeah, there's, there's only so much I can take in terms of, you know, hearing that I don't look as good as I could. And when I'd worked so hard and I'd done everything right, but then mm. someone hadn't put someone went and put sugar in my house that looks identical to salt. It's like, uh, what, what are you mm. doing to me? What, what are you doing to me? I don't get it. Mm. And, anyway. and, and back to the NIDA story. Uh-huh. You, how did you reconcile within yourself that? Okay, so wait, you, you said that you, you turned a negative into a positive. Well, I realized that a negative was a positive. Right. Like See, most did, people can't yeah. do, most people can't just feel depressed and suddenly be like, nope, gonna be happy. But you yeah. seem to have remarkable thought control. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's another thing we- that you just gotta train in. You know, I I grew up in a house full, full of boys and Yes. We were running around and, and you know, dancing and, and you know, uh, skipping a lot. And if I was okay. the slowest, slowest one, then uh, Chris and, uh, and sorry, that's me. <laughs> Chris wouldn't, Chris wouldn't like it. But, but Luke, because well, Luke you and You were talking Liam, about yourself in the third person there. And, you know, I welcome that, that if, you, if you'd prefer if, to refer to yourself if, that way. Okay. Well, I will let you in into a little, little. Chris Hemsworth's secret is that I do often refer to myself in the third person, but okay. only when, often only when I'm at home by myself because it, uh, I like to pump, pump myself up that way. So uh, okay. it, it's going to come out from time to time. All right. But uh, Luke and Liam would make fun of Chris, and Chris wouldn't like oh. that, and he'd be crying. Oh. And then my my mama mm-hmm. would would come over and and she'd say, Chrissy, Chrissy, darling. Are you sad? And I'd say, yeah, Mama, yes, I am, Mama. Mm. And then she would say, okay, well, look, you're allowed to be sad for the next 30 seconds. And then after you've been sad for 30 seconds, I'm going to beat you within an inch of your life if oh. you keep crying. And and that's how it's going to be, all right? That's not very and long at said, all. <laughs> well, it was the, the great thing is, is that children love clear direction. So I said, thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mama. 
Mama, I will do, I will do that. I will only cry for 30 more seconds. I'll get it all out there. And then I'm going to realize that, uh, you know, maybe tomorrow I'll skip faster. And she said, that's right, Chrissy, baby. And I said, thank you, Mama, darling. And then, uh, yeah, after those 30 seconds, everything was better. And I realized I lost because that's better than winning. And then away I went. Oh, Okay. And uh, is this a technique that you have taken into your own parenting style? Because if so, I may have to uh, make a report. Uh, I have. I have definitely been teaching this to my children. But uh, we've, uh, yeah, we've had it cleared by, uh, by the Attorney General. Oh, because uh, he's a close, he's a close mate of mine. And uh, this is where he, he does his, his autumn holidays mm. uh, here in Byron. So yeah, okay. you can follow it if you like, and I I welcome it. But just well, so you, you know, know you, I, I could I could potentially. Hold. Are you talking state attorney general or federal? I'm talking about the uh, the federal attorney general. Okay, because I could still alert the state authorities. You see, that's what that's yeah. how they're going to get Donald Trump. Yeah, because he can it's gonna be, it's he can fun. pardon himself at a federal level, but not a a state. So. You know, and that's yeah. what I could do to you because as a reporting professional, you know, I yeah. am obliged to report these um, 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 violating um, um, parenting practices. Okay. Well, I mean, I know everyone in the psychology area in, in all of the states of, oh. of Australia. Uh, and it's not because I've had to see as so many, but right. uh, it's that's fine. You can you can bring it up. And what I want to do is what we should do is have it. We should bring it up together, you and me. That's what I think we should do. We can do it together. Okay. We'll bring it up together. Um. Mm, um. Uh. Just just us, like we're doing right now, or um. Well, now we can go into in the, the office and we'll fill, fill in the paper together. We'll both hold the same pen. We'll fill it out, and we'll see. We'll see what they say. Um, this feels a bit like a threat. Ah, uh, I, you know, feelings are feelings. Hmm. So, so you know, I think we should have them, but just mm-hmm. as long as as it's worthwhile having them. Because if you if you have those feelings for for much longer than thirty seconds, uh, you know, something come something bad might happen. Ah, uh, um. Okay. Um, let's just go back. You know. You know what? <laughs> well, let's just forget any of any of that ever happened. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, Sounds good to me. I, I, I guess. Tell me more about your app. <laughs> Sounds great. Centaur is amazing. So it not only does the body, but it also does the mind. So that's, and that's what I think is actually the thing that gets us the results that we want. So, Uh yeah, if you're willing to work out your muscles, your physical muscles, we also want you to work your emotional muscles with us. So, yeah, which no other fitness app does. Chris, forgive me, but I, look, I'm just not convinced that you're really in touch with your, you seem to, blindly paste a positive veneer over every emotion you have. Now, do you actually feel your emotions, do you think, or you just sort of put the, put the, put the, put, the, put a positive the, the veneer over it? Tell oh, well, me honestly. Well, well, 
look, it would be you, you would you would have to be some sort of psychopath if you didn't feel feelings, and and also learn from your feelings. Mm-hmm. But what what Centaur teaches us, which is what I learned from my mother and my my mama and my papa, yes, yeah, so that we won't go any, back to that. Any, well, any feeling only needs to be felt for thirty seconds. Yeah. So it's very important when you're feeling oh. a feel, you can feel that feeling for as long as you're feeling it. Mm. But then, but then, you know, if you keep feeling it, like let's just, let's, I'll use an example. If you're feeling sad, you know, let's say, you know, like a truck ran over your foot and you're feeling sad. And then, and angry. 30 seconds later, you might feel, you might, you might, or maybe you really didn't want the truck to roll over your, your foot. So you're sad about that. And then 30 seconds later, someone gives you like your favorite pizza, but then you just want to feel sad about that truck running over your foot. Would that, would that be healthy? I'd imagine that the pain could be you... quite distracting. Well, that's a feeling though, isn't it? So you could, you could say, well, look, I, maybe I could eat my favorite food, which okay. might be a stick of celery with a little bit of you know, pecan butter on it. And then yes. and, you, know, you, can, you can eat that. And feel happy. And then you don't have to feel sad anymore. Um, I think maybe we'll we'll come back to this in a future session because okay. it seems, Chris, what I'm hearing from you is a shallow understanding of emotions. And we often see that in people who have uh, so, um such pathologies as 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 um, antisocial personality disorder, aka sociopathy, um, and such mm. things. And now, now I wouldn't want to cast aspersions on you. You're you're obviously a caring father and, and husband. Thank you. Uh, but um, this shallow affect, this uh, this endless tirade of positivity. I, I'm not, I'm not convinced that, that that's all there is to you, Chris. Well, it is. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's been a great, it's been a great time for me. But what if I were to again, say Mark Ruffalo? He's a nice guy. Let's stay with that feeling. He's a nice guy. Mm. He, he likes to talk about things Mm -hmm. like the environment and politics and what he does for his roles and, you know, work-life balance and all of that. But Mm. he's not really the Hulk. Right. And there is a vibe of anger there. I am sensing an an undertone of seething fury as you speak about your friend Mark. Uh, mm, uh, I want you to connect. What does that that feeling look like to you? Oh, like like a really big squeaky pork chop on a on a barbecue. Oh, just squeaking and squealing away. None of the fat has been trimmed off by a local by a local butcher either. Interesting. Okay. Mm. Now now I did say no body shaming, and that applies not only to yourself but to to others as well. But uh, let's just let's just go back. The fury you feel towards Mark. Yes. That feeling. Where is it located in your body? 
Uh, it's somewhere near my horse haunches. Um, hmm. Yeah. So it's it's a very, yeah, it's, it's a, in a place of great, great power. And vulnerability because... I imagine that surgery was quite traumatic to have the the horse legs sutured onto your torso. Oh, I'm I'm not going to say it wasn't painful, mm. but I but then the joy that I felt afterwards okay. when I could squat 800 kilograms with one leg, mm. uh, that made me feel very happy. So mm. the pain and the anger and sadness, mm. I wouldn't say those feelings uh, stayed. Sure. Much longer. When was the first years. time you felt that pain, Chris? Oh, I'd have to say, oh yeah, Avengers one. I'm I'm thinking more childhood trauma here. Oh, oh well, no, I I never felt uh, anger or fury before Avengers one. Okay. Uh, it was more. There was there was uh, some feelings of sadness and oh. feelings of, uh, uh, you know, longing. Um, but no, the the anger and fury pretty much came like six weeks. I want to say after <laughs> I woke up from my anesthesia. Mm. I think. Okay. That's Look, it could have been a side effect time. of the horse hormones coursing through your bloodstream. Oh, I don't know. I mean, part of the centaur, uh, you know, NDA is that there, there are no side effects. Okay. Mm. Mark Ruffalo. Mm. There it is again. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. It's interesting because he's he's he slu- he slouches as well. Mm. Okay. And it's, what did I say, Chris? He slouches and he what? also mumbles. Like he sort of doesn't talk out of the centre of his mouth, out of the centaur of his mouth. He speaks out of the side of his mouth. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, but we don't have to do scenes together. So, you know, there's, there's always a silver lining mm. or a silver surfer. But it depends on what area of the franchise you're in. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't think you're quite picking up what I'm putting down, Chris, but look, that's fine. That's okay. fine, you know. People don't always get it on the first go. Well, failure can always... is actually uh, a positive, so I'm oh. Yes, um, y- 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 yes. Yeah. I'm, I think you've definitely um, been paying attention to this lesson and, and you've... Thank you. Surely, uh, yes, made some kind of progress. Thank you. Yeah, I, I felt it too. I felt I felt the growth. Yes. Oh. oh boy. Yeah, I'm gonna try something else. I'm I'm just gonna try one more thing before we wrap this okay. up. Okay. I've got nothing but time. That surprises me, but okay. Um, can I please speak to Thor? But you mean you are speaking to Thor? No, but your character. Oh. You know. Okay. Do, yeah, do, do sure. the character. I'm happy to do. So, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to do, yeah, some, some yeah. drama. Yeah. Mm, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you there, Thor? Hello. Hello, Hello Thor. Karen. 
Hello, Karen. It's Welcome. me. Thor. It's lovely to meet you. It's also wonderful to meet you too. I have come here from Asgard. Yes. I came here on a beam of light. Oh. Traveling by holding the handle of my good good old pal Milnir. Oh, well, that sounds exciting. Oh, it was. I was traveling very fast. Mm. Maybe like maybe like a hundred kilometers an hour. Mm. It was very fast. Mm. Oh, that okay. Now, Thor, I want you to do something for me. Anything to serve the human race. I want you to just tell me the first thing you think when I say the following word. Absolutely. Hulk. Brilliant. Okay. Now, this is interesting. Very interesting. So, So you like the Hulk? He's fantastic because whenever Thor can't do much, Hulk will be there to save the day because Thor can die, but Hulk can never die. He can do what Thor cannot. And whenever Thor fails, Hulk is called in to save the day. Well, 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 well. Now this is what I call progress. Sorry, Thor, you probably don't know what I'm talking about. I've got no clue. (laughs) No, I'm just happy that, you know, the two of you get along. Oh, yes. I love Hulk. Hulk is, is my favourite boy. And when we're fighting evildoers in any land, realm or dimension, mm. I, I am I'm so jolly in my big, in my big space cowboy heart. Space mm. pirate boy Thor is what I call myself in the mirror after I've been jolly, having good jolly fun with Hulk in space. Mm. That is just wonderful to hear. All right, well, th- thanks, Thor. Um, it was great to meet you. If you could just pass me back to Chris now, that'd be lovely. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye, have fun. I will on my light beam yes, going back to right. Asgard now. Oh, ta-ta. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> Hey, how did you go with uh, how did you go with Thor there? Now that was very enlightening, Chris. I, you know, I've learned a lot. And um, okay, look, I, I have to tell you something, and I don't know how yeah. you're going to take this. Okay, your character Thor actually loves Mark's character, the Hulk. Did you know that? I well, I. Uh, are you are you sure about that? Because yes, I'm he was sure. very clear about that. Indeed, but when I've watched he, yeah. the footage, when I've watched the footage, you know, the Avengers footage uh, on uh, on the, the DVD, the Blu-ray. Yes, um, I know that uh, Thor loves the Hulk, but I, you know, yes. Thor doesn't know Mark Ruffalo. Uh huh. But I mean, they're both your alter egos, and therefore, you know, I'm hoping that through. The loving connection of the of these brother Avengers, that you and Mark could perhaps find mm. that. Yes, there it is again. Hmm. Mm. Me or oh my? This is a challenging case. Mm. 
Well, but I do. I I hope that you and Mark can can mend that bridge. Can can you know why, why don't did did you invite him to your pirate themed? Sorry, space pirates. Um, New Year's Eve party. No. Okay. Well, maybe next year. You know when it's actually COVID safe and you're allowed to have one because I don't think you were mm. allowed to have that party. Well, I know the lockdown cops. law. But I know yeah. the cops, and they were like, "Oh, yeah, Chris. Like, look, as long as no one has it." And then I just said to them, "Well, look, horses can't get it," and they were like, "Very true." So I was safe. <laughs> and then they were like, yeah. "You know, how many people are in your centaur program?" And I was like, "Well, you're only allowed in if you're part of the top tier of the centaur program." So they're like, "We're pretty sure only humans can get it, as long as no one in here is, you know." spliced with a bat and then i was like yeah we got no bites but bat splicing going on here and they were like mm. okay well then you guys are good to go you guys got a free pass so yeah you could have been what you did you have any pangolins splices because uh we we had a few but uh yeah i was told that was that was in the clear was that was i misinformed i don't know look who who can keep up yeah, I mean, I, I don't try to, so, yeah. Yes, that's clear. No, but, okay, well, you know, I, I just think that the first step towards m- mending your great friendship with Mark, because I know you do want to mend it, because I want you well, to refer him to me for therapy, you see. So. Um, oh, I can do that. I can, I will happily send oh, you him, uh, yeah, uh, oh. a WhatsApp message that says get to therapy ruffo but specifically with me yeah yeah that's right i'll i will include that because i mean look i'm gonna i'm gonna say this out loud i think i've gotten more out of this session than i've gotten out of any session any session for anything but including a personal training session well i meant no i i mean a, a session with you about me so that's still pretty good. Okay, cool. Yes, because mm. you see, I've out of this session, I've gotten um, threatened. Uh, I mean, one might say blackmailed um, mm. into <laughs> keeping silent um, oh, okay. to the authorities, um, and I've had very little luck. <laughs> mm. I've had very little luck in getting through to you, but um. You know, well, if you found it positive, then then I can't argue. The client is always right. That's what I say. Yeah, but I've I've had I've gotten a lot out of this, Corman. I think it's great. So, Corman. Yeah, yeah. No, it's Karen. I yes. I've gotten heaps out of this, Karen. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad. So good. I'm. I mean, this is. Unless I get your time turning technology, I'm never going to get this hour back. Mm. But, but. No, I told you it's I've simple. What I've, what I've, well, I, I need to get out of my waves in Byron, so I can't lock myself in. But I'm going to talk to my doctors about making, like I've got the horse bits now that make mm. me do a lot of the things that I like to do. Mm. And now I need to get the bits of bear yes. that allow me to yeah turn that, turn that time turner back. Metabolism. Or maybe it's more about, what was it called? Well, you need to sl- you need to slow down your metabolism so that you're not aging. You're not burning through those life cells. You know. But if I have a slow metabolism, 
I can't shred as much as I can. Uh, yeah, well, that I'm is a bed. side effect. You know, that's the trade-off. But the centaur system doesn't have any side effects. So we'll have to, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's going to be about putting more animal bits in my body. Mm. And then, yeah, we're going to find it. Mm. Yeah. It's mm. all right, Crichton. Well, we're going to get the results that we're all looking for. Did you just call me King Triton? Crichton? What was Cri- that? That. King. Was your na- your name's Crichton, right? Thank you, Chris Hemsworth, for an, a, a wonderful chat on why are you here with Dr. Karen Debbie Cradle. Okay, Karen, 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 Karen. This has been an absolute joy. I I hope we get to talk again in the future. Um, and yeah, if you ever want to uh, talk to anyone in authority about what I do or my family, just yeah, take me along. Take me along. I'll drive you. Um, I think I hear a knock at my door. Okay. What have you done, See who Chris? It is. What have you done? See who it is. Oh my god. Yeah. Don't feel bad, bad about it, and if you do, only feel bad about it for thirty seconds. All right, Karen. Oh God, I'm calling the police. I know I'm all. Goodbye, Chris. See you, Kaiden. When your crim needs the legitimacy of femininity to seem benign, harmless, and woke, woman's touch barristers and solicitors can help. What women lack in rationality and logic, they make up for in a tender touch, creamy serums, and bouncy hair that smells just great. Whether it's fraud, embezzlement, conspiracy to sell babies, or murder, a woman's touch will soften the blow of your already too lenient sentence. Any closing comments from the defence? Yes, Your Honour. I'm only wearing a light chemise under this blouse. Ha ha ha, women. A woman's touch barristers and solicitors. We go easy on your witnesses. Nice and easy. Sponsored by Clairol. You've been listening to Season 3 of Why Are You Here? This time, it's COVID. On today's episode, Chris was played by Daniel Moore. Find out more about him in the show notes. Why Are You Here? is recorded on Dr. Kaz's couch and edited by Mog Thistlethwaite at Potato Revolution Studios. Our artwork is by Elise Phillips and our theme music is by James Ward. Follow Dr. Karen on Instagram and Twitter at Why Are You Here Pod and on Facebook at Karen Debbie Cradle. <laughs> <laughs>